I've seen with when I'm marketing people, they'll say, well, you know more than my doctor, my rheumatologist. And I'm like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I know nutrition and I feel like nutrition could really help you this way. And there's supplements that the doctors might not know about. That's what I focus on. So I think that's the big thing is helping is having people know that there's other opportunities out there to getting well. Heroes are an inspiring group of people. Every one of them from the larger than life comic book heroes you see on the big silver screen, the everyday heroes that let us live the privileged lives we do. Every hero has a story to tell. From the doctor saving lives at your local hospital, to the war veteran down the street who risked his life for our freedom, to the police officers and the firefighters who risk their safety to ensure ours. Every hero is special and every story worth telling. But there is one class of heroes that I think is often ignored. The entrepreneur, the creator, the producer. The ones who look at the problems in this world and think to themselves, you know what? I can fix that. I can help people. I can make a difference. Then they go out and do exactly that by creating a new product or introducing a new service. Some go on to change the world. Others make a world of difference to their customers. Welcome to The Hero Show. Join us as we pull back the masks on the world's finest heropreneurs and learn the secrets to their powers, their success, and their influence. So you can use those secrets to attract more sales, make more money, and experience more freedom in your business. I'm your host, Richard Matthews, and we are on in three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to The Hero Show. My name is Richard Matthews and I am live on the line today with Amanda Love. Amanda, are you here? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. So glad to have you here, Amanda. Um, she said you're, you're coming to us from, uh, from in Arizona, up in the mountains. Is that right? Yeah. Awesome. And for uh, those of you who are following along with our travels, we are still stuck in our shelter-in-place stuff in Florida um, while we're traveling. So, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're ex pretty excited about uh, our piece of paradise we're stuck on here. Um, so before we get started, Amanda, I want to introduce you to our audience for those people who don't know who you are. So Amanda Love is a registered holistic nutritionist. Um, and you're, while you were always drawn to health and nutrition, your passion really arose after you became diagnosed with fibromyalgia at the age of 20. Um, and the path that you chose brought awareness to you and the plight of so many others who suffer. Um, and you basically, you help, um, they're not, you basically help people who aren't getting help from the medical profession. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. So to start off with, why don't you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do now? What's your business like? Um, some of the services that you might offer, who you serve, that kind of stuff. What is it that you're known for now? So I'm, well, I'm known for um, working with people with fibromyalgia. So they have extreme pain and fatigue and their sleep issues and multiple issues, of course. And what I do is one-on-one -on -one consultations with these people. And, but the first thing I do is offer them a free 45 minute phone call where we could discuss what their health concerns are, what they're going through. And then at that point, I'll tell them about my services. And then we go on to, I, they schedule a 90 minute call and it's a health history, very detailed. And it tells me where your like health concerns are. Maybe your immune system is weak. Maybe your digestive system is weak. So we work on those. And that 90 minute session, I learn more about you. And then I give you recommendations. And then after that, we will follow up with a follow up call every couple of weeks. Awesome. So I know fibromyalgia can be a really debilitating condition to live with. So 
in your experience with the clients that you've served, how often do you see the ability to reduce the symptoms or maybe even completely remove the symptoms of fibromyalgia with diet and nutrition? Uh, by a lot, like, like 80%. I think food allergies play a big, big role in fibromyalgia along with like stress and stuff and food allergies the medical field doesn't really cover that. So that's what I focus on is getting rid of those foods that are making you ill, like dairy and gluten yeah. and stuff. So, so um, how, how does like the results compare to like, I know, you know, if you watch any television at all, there's always the fibro, the, the classic fibromyalgia commercial. Yeah. Right? How, you know, and there, there are drugs that they do that. Does, does the nutrition work better? Than, yeah. than the pills yeah and i think right now we're in this society that we think uh, a lot of people go on cymbalta or lyrica but i've had hundreds of people tell me oh this is not helping with the fatigue this is not helping with the pain and they're still like still on that drug even though it's not helping them so and when you get diagnosed with fibromyalgia, the rheumatologist either will put you on Valter Lyrica or some other antidepressants. And then most of the time they'll recommend physical therapy or pain management, which isn't really helpful either. It means they gave up on you and they said, yeah. hey, just learn to deal with the pain. Yeah. So I think people, a lot of times people think that they have to live with the pain and you really don't have to live with the pain. There are supplements and diet really helps with those things. Awesome. So, um, you know, we talk, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about your origin story, right? And we say every hero has their origin story. It's where you started to realize that you were different, that maybe you had superpowers and maybe you could use them to help other people. So how did you get started um, to develop or discover your you know the value that you bring to the world right your your entrepreneurial yeah. journey so to speak um so i so i was diagnosed in 2010 and i was 20 years old and i realized i kept going to all these medical professionals and finally i found a wellness chiropractor who did all the testing for the food sensitivities i found out i was very sensitive to gluten I've, uh, like it was the highest he's ever seen with someone with gluten sensitivity. I had also eggs. I can't have eggs, dairy and soy. And so I realized I, there wasn't anyone out there like helping with the nutrition aspect of fibromyalgia. And there's very few people out there. And so I thought, oh, I'll go into the nutrition aspect because I love nutrition and so that was one of my first loves is nutrition. I did personal training before that, but I didn't do anything with it because I got so sick right after I did that training. So then I did education for nutrition. And so that's what I believe I'm put on this, on this earth to do is help people with fibromyalgia because I can relate to you guys. So that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So um, I actually, I, I did the, uh, um, what do you call it? The DNA testing, which you may have heard about yeah. on the, uh, the stuff that you were listening to. And I found out that like, I have a really low um, interaction with gluten, which is, um, 
you know, which is beneficial because um, we have lots of it in our diet in the uh, in the American diet. Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely good. Um, but uh, it's it's really interesting to learn. At least for me, it was really interesting to learn like what things that you are sensitive to and which things are good for your body and which things aren't. And you know, I'm I was 34 years old when I finally like learned some yeah. of this stuff about your own body. And you're like, how come this isn't like baseline stuff you learn? you know, when you're going through the education system or other things like, hey, you know, you have a body, you should probably learn some of the basics about like, here's how it works. And here's how you feed it and take care of it. And, you know, yeah. the only thing we ever learned in health class was like how to do push ups. Yeah. I mean, you know, not that that's a yeah. bad skill, but <laughs> yeah. And I think um, I don't I think we need to realize nutrition plays a lot of part because I was super ill up, up to my early 20s. I kept getting sick constantly with fevers and I was constantly dealing with respiratory issues and stuff so it's it plays a huge role and yeah absolutely and our food and our food nowadays isn't the greatest either even if we get organic sometimes we have all these modified stuff so you might so how did you find that go ahead you might be think I think a lot of times I get people who say that they are eating healthy. And that's a very, very vague answer because I'm like, oh, okay, what does that really mean? You might be yeah. eating really good. You might think you're eating really good, but then you have a sensitivity to the gluten and you shouldn't really be having that, so. Yeah, so how did you find the uh, sort of that transition into working for yourself as a consultant and helping people with their health and sort of being in charge of your own business, so to speak, because, you know, running a business, even a consulting business like that, you're, you're in charge of a lot more than just health consulting. You have to do marketing and come on podcasts like this and, you know, manage clients and all that other stuff. How was that sort of, um, how did that go for you? And do you, do you enjoy the business part of your business? Um, yes, no. It's, it just depends. Um, I'm still learning. I'm only in my third year. So, but I, what I've learned is I'm, I got to keep trying stuff. And then I see and I tweak things and see what works and what doesn't work. And you just got to keep going. Because I know people need help. So I'm going to just keep going. And you grow as a person doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So my, my next question for you has to do with your superpowers, right? This is what you do or build or offer this world that really helps solve problems for people. The yeah. things you use to slay the world's villains, so to speak. And the way I've been framing this for my guests is if you look at the set of skills that you've developed over the course of your life, you probably have one skill. Run, I call it your zone of genius, your superpower that really energizes or you know, lets you build the other skills. And what do you think that is for you, your superpower? Um, I think one thing is that I'm really good at listening. I think a lot of times we'll go to the doctor and they just don't have the time to listen and to, to hear all your different things that you're doing through. So I get a whole picture of you. And also I've been there, so. I could relate to you. I used to be stuck on the couch, super pain. I did this for a year or two. I couldn't do any schooling. I couldn't do anything. So I've been where that person is. And if you're 
older older than me because I'm 30, but um, I still have been where you've been, where the pain, the fatigue, and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, I, I call that that superpower is uh, yeah. empathy, right? You, yeah, you can, I have empathy. Yeah, been in their shoes. Yeah. Yeah, you you've been in their shoes. You know how to listen to them and understand their problems and really you know, help them take them through that path. Like, hey, here's where you are. I've been there. And, right. you know, I've been across that crocodile infested river. I know what it <laughs> looks like. I know where the bad things are. And I can help yeah. you navigate this path to the other side. Um, so that's a, it's a really powerful skill to have. Um, yeah. And it really, you know, especially when someone, you know, if you're dealing with something like pain, right, pain yeah. that's stopping them from living their life and doing things like that, the, uh, the ability to really understand, hey, I know where you are. I know what this feels like. I know how much work it is to fix this kind of stuff. Um, that probably really helps, I, I would imagine, to connect with them and really help them move past some of that stuff. Yeah, and I'm there to hold their hand and stuff. And you want to be able to enjoy your life again and enjoy your kids or your grandkids and stuff and just not have to worry that if you went out to the store that you would come home with so exhausted that it would wipe you out for the whole week. So you don't want wow. to live like that, so. Yeah, so I would, just out of curiosity, do you find that having that high level of empathy leads to your clients taking more action on your recommendations and actually getting results more, I get more quickly or at a higher degree than they would otherwise? Yeah, I think so. I, I believe that people need to know that someone was there to help. I mean, was there to, in the beginning and has now created this life that they're looking to sort of create in a similar way. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if your superpower is one side, right? The flip side of that coin is your fatal flaw, right? And we say just like Superman has his kryptonite. Yeah. What is something that you have struggled with in the growth of your business specifically um, that you think has held you back and something that you've been working on, right? And then more importantly, how have you been working on it? So someone who might be struggling with the same thing can learn a thing or two from you. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm not an outgoing person. So I would, but I've gone in better in the last year and a half. So I think the main thing is you got to try new things, whatever you're yeah. doing in life, because you're going to learn and you're going to grow. And it might be the solution to whatever you're doing, dealing with health wise. So I think we all need to be trying new things and growing as a person and then you become a better person. So Yeah, yeah, you become a better person when yeah. you try and, and grow think grow those things. Um so my next question for you is your common enemy, right? And this is um, in relation to your clients, right? When you, when they come and they start working with you, you probably have the same kind of like problems that you deal with all the time that you have to help them overcome, right? Um, and so if you had like a magic wand and you could just, you know, tap your clients on the head right at the beginning of your time working together with them and remove that thing, that roadblock that you right. constantly have to fight against, what is that? Um, that you're, that the medical professionals know everything is all <laughs> that's very true yeah <laughs> it's a, it's, that's the biggest thing i've seen with when i'm marketing people they'll say well you know more than my doctor my rheumatologist and i'm like i'm not saying that i'm saying i know nutrition and i 
feel like nutrition could really help you this way and there's supplements that the doctors might not know about that's what i focus on so i think that's the big thing is is having people know that there's other opportunities out there to getting well even yeah like yeah a, it's like a, a naturopath or a nutritionist or someone who deals with stuff and it needs to be someone who specializes in whatever that health condition is. Yeah, and it's one of the things that I've been really interested in. Yeah. In that, um, so we have we have our our whole world of health. Yeah. You have our medical community is very focused and very good at sickness care. Yeah. Right, and, and and particularly in America, we're really really good at emergent care. Right, like you, you don't want to get in a car accident in any other country other than America. Right, because yeah. our, our oh, emergent okay. care is some of the best in the yeah. world. Um, yeah. But on the other side, we were talking about, hey, I am healthy and I want to stay healthy or I want to get healthy. Yeah. Right. That's not that's not really where the strength lies in in our medical system. Um, and and I found it really fascinating to start learning from people who's who's they've dedicated their lives to learning about nutrition and learning about how our bodies work from. Yeah the stuff that we put in it, right? The fuel that we give it to, to, uh, to live and looking at uh, causal symptoms instead of symptomatic, um, symptomatic uh, stuff, right? And it's been, uh, it's been really fascinating. And it's interesting because you have this perceived authority that, you know, I went to school for eight years, therefore I have this authority, therefore you have to listen yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and I found some really interesting stuff. Like I, I work with uh, some nurses and doctors in, um, in some sexual health stuff. And I know like there's, there's 46 books that they use to educate doctors in America and 45 of them completely skip over one of these topics. They just, they don't even talk about it. Right. Cause it's not a, it's not a thing that it's not in their purview. Um, and yeah. yet um, the doctors are looked at as authorities in some of these areas. And you're like, well, what, why is that? And, and our doctors are a product of their education. Right. And if it's not included in their education, it's not included in their authority. Um, so, you know, I, I, I agree with you on that whole topic and it's interesting because you're in a space where you have to, like, you have to overcome that before you can even create sales. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do at this point is try to overcome that little block of people thinking, oh, there's only my rheumatologist is the main person they think is going to help them with it. So, yeah. Absolutely. So if your common enemy is the thing that you're fighting against, the flip side of that is your driving force, right? The thing that you fight for, right? So just like Spider-Man yeah. fights to save New York or Batman fights to save Gotham or Google fights to index and categorize all the world's information. What is it that you're fighting for? What's your mission in your business? My mission is that people know that you can get better with fibromyalgia. A lot of times you'll see them, people complaining, mostly online saying that they can't get better and i truly don't believe that you you can't get, get you can't get better through nutrition and supplements it just might take a t time but it's well worth it to be able to spend time with your family and friends again absolutely so just sort of on that the getting better stuff how is how is removing fibromyalgia from your life impacted sort of like what you're capable of doing in your lifestyle um, yeah, so I'm able to run a business, see clients, 
be a guest on podcasts. I'm not stuck on the couch in so much pain and fatigue and stuff. I could do regular activities. Well, not really right now during this time, but because of the lockdown, right? And everything's closed, but go to church. Um, My sister has a 10 month old baby. So being able to spend time with them. So stuff like that is just so important. And I really do believe that people with fibromyalgia should get the help that they need. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've, I've never known anyone with fibromyalgia, but I can imagine that being yeah. like, I've had migraines in the past and, you know, you get a migraine and it just, you're just on the couch for until it's gone. You can't do anything. Yeah, um, and my understanding is fibromyalgia is like your whole body, right? Yeah. Your whole body is in extreme pain. A lot of times you get headaches too, because you're, because the, the gluten sensitivity and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Like I, I, this, this is probably very low in comparison, but like I have an allergic reaction to mosquito bites and we're down here in Florida and like, I'll go outside and get like five or six mosquito bites up and down my leg. Yeah. And like your whole body, like for me, I feel like my whole body is just on fire from the uh, mosquito yeah. bites that I'm like, Oh, you can't, I can't do anything or concentrate or like even watch a movie without that kind of stuff. And I know that's not anywhere near like the nerve pain that you have with fibromyalgia. So I can't, I can't even imagine what that's like. And it's really fascinating that you can fix it by changing yeah. what you put into your body. I, I truly think so. And I think people need to start realizing you can fix it. You just, it might take some time. And you start, you, I think a lot of times people think, oh, I could do it by myself, which you could read all the information, but it's not individualized to you. So that's what I do is I individualize. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. That was uh, one of the things that my doctor, uh, when we started working on our my health and nutrition, he was like, hey, everything, like we do it customized to you and yeah. for you based on your blood work and your DNA. Yeah. Um, and that was really fascinating to me because I'd never heard anything like that before. So if you're listening and you have fibromyalgia and know someone who does, it's such an important aspect is learning how to individualize your diet and your nutrition to your body type and the stuff that your body needs. Um, So it's really powerful stuff. (laughs) So my next question for you is more on the practical side, right? I call this the hero's tool belt, right? Maybe you got a big magical hammer like Thor or a bulletproof vest like the neighborhood police officer, or maybe you just really love how Evernote helps you organize your thoughts. What are some of the tools Mm -hmm. that you have in your arsenal that you use every day, either to work with your clients or to keep track of your clients or to do your marketing or whatever, some of the, 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 you know, maybe one or two of your favorite tools you use all the time to make your business go round. Um, having a planner, just a regular planner that you can write. Um, yeah. So I know exactly what I'm doing each day and keeping track of client appointments and stuff. Also, I have a calendar on my website where people schedule out their appointments and stuff. And that they could pay through my website and stuff. So having that all set up is really great. So then I don't have to worry about all that. Yeah, yeah. Who's the uh, calendaring software you use? Um, Cadly or no, I don't. Calendly? No, I think it's Ossidity. I think it's Ossidity. Oh, okay. Um, or Acuity or whatever? 
Yeah. yeah I, um, I don't remember. I can't remember. The uh, thing that's been Honestly. fascinating to me is after, you know, I've been running this show. This is like our 101st episode or something like that, right around yeah. that area. Um, the number of people who have said their planner or their calendar is the number one tool in their business has blown me away. Yeah. Um, because you can't, you know, I tell I, my, my, uh, my parents think I'm a little bit insane because I tell them I live and die by my calendar. Um, but you know, if they listen to all of my podcasts, they would understand I'm not the only one, right? I'm not the only one who lives and dies by my calendar. Um, and my wife knows if it's not on the calendar, it's not happening. It's just, it's not going on. Um, so yeah, yeah. So you said you have a written calendar, a written planner. And I'm just, cause I'm curious because yeah. my wife is like this. She has one of those, I think it's called a happy planner. Um, and yeah. it's, uh, it's got all of her, her stuff in it. And she like, she draws it all and it's all pretty and gorgeous. And like, I couldn't care less cause I'm, I'm a, like, if it, you know, just the text, plain text on the computer screen and I'm fine. I'm just curious, where do you fall on the, uh, do you, you know, cause my wife's like, if it's not pretty, I'm not going to do any of it. I don't care. I'm not going to play. So where do you fall on that line? Do you just practical or do you, do you spend time to make it look good? And no, and, uh... <laughs> no, I'd rather just list out the stuff that I have to do. <laughs> yeah yeah i have it's it's interesting because i know i know a number of entrepreneurs um yeah. who they actually put the time and effort to making their planner a really beautiful part of their day um and i'm like i couldn't care less but i was just curious where you fell on that spectrum yeah. so you're like me right as long as well, it's on there, you're good <laughs> yeah as long as i'm not missing anything then i'm good <laughs> yeah that's cool speaking of heroic tools i want to take a few minutes to tell you about a tool we built that powers the hero show and is now this show's primary sponsor hey there fellow podcaster having a weekly audio and video show on all the major online networks that builds your brand creates fame and drives sales for your business doesn't have to be hard I know it feels that way because you've tried managing your show internally and realize how resource intensive it can be. You felt the pain of pouring eight to 10 hours of work into just getting one hour of content published and promoted all over the place. You see the drain on your resources, but you do it anyways because you know how powerful it is. Heck, you've probably even tried some of those automated solutions and ended up with stuff that makes your brand look cheesy and cheap. That's not helping grow your business. Don't give up though. The struggle ends now. Introducing Push Button Podcasts, a done-for-you service that will help you get your show out every single week without you lifting a finger after you've pushed that stop record button. We handle everything else, uploading, editing, transcribing, writing, research, graphics, publication, and promotion, all done by real humans who know, understand, and care about your brand almost as much as you do. Empowered by our own proprietary technology, our team will let you get back to doing what you love while we handle the rest. Check us out at pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero for 10% off the lifetime of your service with us and see the power of having an audio and video podcast growing and driving micro celebrity status and business in your niche without you having to lift more than a finger to push that stop record button. Again, that's pushbuttonpodcast.com forward slash hero. See you there. You're listening to The Hero Show, unlocking the power of influence and success. So next question for you then is your own personal heroes, right? So just like Frodo had Gandalf or Luke had Obi-Wan Kenobi or Robert Kiyosaki had his rich dad. Who were some of your heroes? Were they teachers or authors, speakers who were, you know, or uh, real life mentors, peers who were a couple years ahead of you? How important were they to uh, what you've accomplished so far in growing your business? Um, I would say my doctor who found out I had all the food allergies and sensitivities and stuff so that was Peter Kahn was a big thing I also enjoy Dr. Andrew Wheel because he's in the nutrition field and so those are like 
people I looked towards. And I also have some health coach, like people who do like nutrition, who help nutrition experts grow their business. So I follow those people and do their programs too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of people that have helped you on your path to, uh, to creating this, this health consultancy and whatnot, um, yeah. have been really important to, uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I want to bring it home for our listeners and talk a little bit about guiding principles. So right. Top one, maybe two principles that you put into action every day in your business that you really think contribute to your growth over the last couple of years, maybe something you wish you had known when you first started out three or four years ago, um, growing your, uh, growing your business. Um, I would say you first have to take care of yourself. If you don't do that, then you're not, you're going to run out of energy. You're going to struggle and stuff, and then you'll end up getting sick. So making sure I'm staying away from the food sensitivities I have, working out, just making sure I take care of myself personally as yeah. a person. So. Yeah, that's actually, it's one of the things that I've been focused on um, yeah. for the, you know, our audience who's been listening to us. I've been working at the beginning of this year on all of like my own, you know, and I I'm not, wasn't unhealthy, right? But you realize that like, hey, if I don't, yeah. if I don't do something about it, it's going to go off the cliff, right? Instead of, you know, instead of having an upward trajectory as I get older, I want to get healthier. <laughs> but I don't want to get older and get less healthy. Um, and that's the default. The default is if you don't work on it, you will get worse. Um, yeah. And you know, it's the whole like, the second law of thermodynamics is at work in your health and wellness as well as anything else. You have to, you have to work on your health. You have to do, you have to make yourself a priority. Um, and uh, it, one of my uh, early business mentors used to say to me um, that you, you know, you had to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, right? right. So, yeah. so you're like, if you're, if you are uh, um, sick, it's very hard to build wealth and build wisdom and grow a company and grow a business. Um, and you know, you could probably speak to that better than I can because you actually were sick. You know, could you have no. built a business when you were on the couch? <laughs> no, no, not, not 10 years ago. I couldn't No. So, and I think, a lot of, and I think a lot of times people look like they're totally healthy and they're not. So I, I've learned even if, people with fibromyalgia are, I mean, who don't have fibromyalgia, they're, they might not, they might be dealing with some little health issue and they're just, you would never know about it unless you were talking to them about their health and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things that, start, uh, that you have to start early. You have to start in your twenties and thirties, or it's just going to add on multiple health conditions. So. Yeah, it's one of the things I learned um, when I started going through with, with my doctor and did all the testing and stuff. They're like, yeah. I look healthy. I feel healthy. Yeah. Right? But when you actually like look at the, the data, you're like, you're like, hey, there's a, a downward trajectory that if you don't take care of, eventually that downward trajectory is going to cross the line, right? Now you're not healthy. Yeah. Um, and, and that's the way that that works. So you have to work on taking care of yourself and change that because you can keep yourself and get healthier and healthier if you actually uh, work towards that. So... That basically wraps up our interview. I do have one last little thing that I do at the end of all of our interviews. I call it the Heroes Challenge. Heroes Challenge is pretty simple. We do it on every show. It's basically this. Do you have someone in your life or in your network who you think has a cool entrepreneurial story? Who are they? First names are fine. And why do you think they should come and share their story with the Hero Show? Um, I love 
I would guess I would say Lori Kennedy. She helps um, online businesses, specifically those with nutrition, grow a business. So she's helped like hundreds and hundreds of people. So that's one of the people that I look up to to grow my um, business online. Awesome. Yeah. So Lori Kennedy, we'll reach out later and see if we can uh, work out an introduction. But thank you so much for coming on the show, Amanda. Really appreciate your time. My last question for you is really simple. Where can people find you if they're interested, if they're suffering from fibromyalgia or other things, yeah. where can they find you? And more importantly, who are the sort of like ideal type of people to reach out? I mean, obviously, if they're suffering from something like fibromyalgia, they'd reach out. But do you have any other sort of like, these are the right people that should reach out and say hi to me? Uh, sleep's a big thing, energy, fatigue. Even if you have those issues, those are three big issues. And I, you might have not been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, but you have those issues. And that would be three things that you, you might want to work on. So those people are really important. And where can, uh, where can people find you online? Um, I have, my website is amandaleeslove.com. It's my full name. And it's, it's the same for my Instagram, Facebook. I also have a podcast and it just celebrated one year and it's called Fibromyalgia. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. So it's called Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. So, and I definitely recommend joining my email list where you can get a free sleep guide so you can find out any other information that you want to know about fibromyalgia and you could start learning what I do and what I'm all about. Awesome, right? So it's amandaleeslove.com and can you spell lease for us real quick? Cause just- It's E-L-I-S-E. E-L-I-S-E. So Amanda, E-L-I-S-E, love.com. Um, and if you or someone you know is suffering from fibromyalgia, make sure you reach out. Um, I know that could be a debilitating thing. And I also know that nutrition can really, really make a big difference in your life. So Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate your time and continue doing the great work that you're doing um, with your clients. Do you have any sort of final words of wisdom to our audience before we hit this uh, stop record button? Um, sure, yeah. Just try something new. Maybe you've been going to the medical professions for a while and it just hasn't worked. So my biggest takeaway is that you take action and do one of the things I mentioned. Awesome. Thank you very much for coming on the show today, Amanda. Thank you for having me.